When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Welcome to the mandatory post-fight show. Shakur Stevenson gets it done against Edwin De Los Santos. And Brian, are you are you awake? Uh, when did you fall asleep? Was it the third round? Or I'm, I'm barely awake right now. Jesus, was it's late there on the East Coast right now? That's uh, not no. why. I'm barely. It's like I, look, and I'm the dude. We'll get into the fight for people who. If, for know. people who can't tell that uh, Brian is a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I we're, we're we'll set this up a little bit better in a second, but um, I just I'm usually the guy who's like, listen, listen, like defensive boxing is not necessarily boring. Tonight, though, whew. Oh, hey, man. I'm that girl too. I love defensive boxing. I mean, one of my favorite <laughs> boxers is Floyd. But by the way, if you rock with the mandatory, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Also, uh, make sure to follow us on our social media platforms. We're at the mandatory TKO. And also, you can get this on the audio side as well. So wherever you get your audio, make sure to leave a rate and review. You can also give us a five star. Now, this was a fight that Shakur Stevenson dominated. And but it wasn't the most entertaining. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he dominated in a oh. sense where he essentially won. Okay, almost the, every round. But the scorecards didn't say that. The scorecards were interesting. So for people who uh, I don't know missed it, whatever. But Shakur Stevenson beat Edwin De Los Santos unanimous decision. Two scores of 116, 112, one score of 115, 113, which I found very interesting uh, that they found four or five rounds for Edwin De Los Santos uh, and stood by it, given we know the promotional sort of aspects of this. I was telling people all week, Shakur by decision is probably the bet to take. Um, and it was minus 250, so not great value there, but it was probably what was going to happen, and it happened. Um, this fight was... Oof. I wanted to come in here and sarcastically be like, yo, this is a fight of the year. Y'all missed it, whatever, whatever. But like, I, I didn't have the energy to do it by like round six. The gimmick was done. It was just such, it was such a boring fight. <laughs> no, it definitely was. And um, we both said Shakur by decision, minus 250. Now, going into this, cool, Ken. Thank you for rocking <laughs> with us, by the way. A friend of the show, that fight was free, and I still want my money back. Ugh, yes, and I like this one from Rudeboy27. Shakur fought scared, and you saw Tim Bradley kind of mention this on the broadcast, where he was kind of heavy on that back foot because that power was real. And so this is something that I mentioned on the fight preview. I said, what Shakur Stevenson are we going to get? Are we going to get that safe Shakur Stevenson? Or are we going to get the guy that we saw against Jamel Herring? Are we going to get the guy that we saw against Oscar Valdez? But he definitely did not fight with pure domination. I mean, he won the fight clearly, but it was boring. Uh, Jay, no wonder American boxing lost popularity. Ooh, 
Jay, Jay uh, says salute from Japan before that. Um, listen, uh, I, it's just to, to Jay's point, we do have a lot of uh, guys, young fighters in this country, developing in this country, trying to fight like old Floyd Mayweather, not Floyd Mayweather, old Floyd Mayweather. Because if you remember, young Floyd Mayweather <laughs> was mixing it up and knocking dudes out. And then he changed his style, modified it, and became more economical. And that's sort of the style that a lot of people uh, coming up in this country try to implement, um, some more successful than others. And I would say that this this Shakur Stevenson fight, I'm not even saying he's trying to do that, but I just you saw it. They would put up the punches landed in during the rounds, and it would be like yeah. Shakur's landed three six five five four five punches and edwin de los santos is like two one four three three two like it's just they're just staring at each other the whole time like it's just i is is i think i think both are to blame here um shakur stevenson was trying to do what he does and you know set up counters and things of that nature although i didn't think he was doing much of that it was kind of like in front of edwin de los santos and edwin de los santos i felt like his best course of action would be to attack shakur's body he wasn't doing that they're kind of just staring at each other for much of the fight <laughs> by the way keep those comments coming we will get to your comments um going back to the fight though really quickly as we do continue to break things down here the one thing that was terrible about this fight i mean you're gonna walk out with bud and andre word and you're gonna have a performance like that that was a stinker well, I thought about that. absolute stinker like you can't walk out with bud and andre ward and have that type of performance no shade to shakur stevenson he won you won the fight, but the fans want to see you win it with a little bit of like, you got to be wavy, right? You're going to come out with that wavy ass entrance. You better have a wavy ass performance. And Brian keeps on throwing in the comments, but I'm trying to get some stuff off right now. You got some great comments tonight. You guys are bringing it for sure. Keep the comments coming. Uh, we'll just go straight to it. Osmond 3001. I have been suffering from insomnia this past week. And I think I found the cure. <laughs> I was up for about 50 minutes. Going to put this on repeat to get a good night. Um, That might be one of the best comments we've ever gotten. Awesome. 2001. Thank you for that one. But it just was one of those performances where coming into it, I was questioning what type of Shakur Stevenson we would see. Because if Edwin De Los Santos would have made this an absolute brawl, and that's what he should have done, he should have gone to the body more, he should have made it a brawl, I think we would have been talking about a different fight. The fact that the fight was still close when it came to the cards was weird to me, but it was it was a dud. Um, let's get to some of these comments here uh, before we move on to what's next for Shakur, of course. That was the most boring Shakur fight by far, and there's been a lot of boring ones. No, this is this is the damn. I just caught that you said this been a lot of boring ones. Well, think about it. He turned it up. He turned it up because when, when he fought Nakatila, that one was boring. When he fought Shishiro Yoshino earlier this year, I remember we were blown away because I expected a decision because Yoshino's got power and then he knocks him out in the sixth round. And I was like, damn, that's his best, like most dominating performance in a minute, yep. maybe ever. And then this fight, I was like, he's going to be more strategic, economical. He's not going to mix it up with Edwin De Los Santos. He's going to win by decision. He's going to outbox him. And I, I guess he did that. Like, I don't, you know, like it, it, it wasn't what I expected a little bit more action than that, but I wasn't super, super surprised. Uh, I might just let the comments carry us. Jesus. Ryan Shepard 
Shakur was lackluster in his performance. But I don't know how De Los Santos could get five rounds on a scorecard where he landed 40 punches in 12 rounds, which, kids, if you're doing math, that's a little over three punches a round. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, let's go to our, our good friend of the show, IMPK13. Uh, very, he's, he's a supporter, so can we agree that in order for a fighter to win a round, that they have to land at least 10 punches in the round? If not, it should be scored a nine-nine round for both fighters. I could, I could see that. Sometimes what happens is they'll score ten. like a ten-ten, yeah. right? Um, that's what will happen. But that's not what happened in this fight. I mean, I'm not mad at that. Ten-ten. I, I don't think ten needs to be the threshold, but I do think like you know that, that sometimes this happens. You know what I mean? Like sometimes this, this shit just happens, especially with super defensive fighters. Um, like I. I, I think both guys are at fault. You know what I mean? Like, I just think both guys are at fault. Um, Yo, Osman 3001 keeps bringing the heat <laughs> because Italy is not even close to Shakur's weight class right now, right? Osman, no, um, Osman 3001 says, no, you're in a way beat Shakur, sadly. Um, we're not trying to be haters, but Osman 3001, not happy tonight. We appreciate in, those comments. In a way, is that 122 right now? Yeah. And Shakur is at one thirty-five. It's thirteen pounds. It's not happening. No. Um, I'd watch the hell out of that fight, though. You want to no, give it to me? I'll <laughs> catch weight one thirty. In a way, he's going to be a featherweight at some point, so he'll at least get to one twenty-six where Shakur was. Yeah, uh, rude boy twenty-seven. Even old Floyd threw punches. Shakur had no offensive game. Not tonight. Yeah, he definitely didn't have it tonight, and he said he wasn't feeling well in the post-game interview. Right, remember, post fight interview. Yeah, remember Rude Boy trying to be old Floyd. You know, not necessarily like pulling it off. A lot of these, a lot of these guys don't. But let, yeah, Shakur said after the fight that he he wasn't feeling well. Um, they asked him well, who does he want to fight next, and he was kind of like, I want to go back and assess my performance. I can't give you any names right now. And Edward De Los Santos did the thing of saying that he came for a fight. Shakur came for a track meet. He called him Shakur Twitterson again. Well, Shakira Twitterson again um which you know funny nickname but um yeah i just that 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 sucked because it followed up what i thought was a really interesting fight a really entertaining fight that we'll we'll get to in a little bit but yeah shakur um if you're devin haney watching that or Regis pro ray watching that or you know uh, ryan garcia who tweeted about how boring it was or just anybody else in that 135 140 range watching that you're like really like I, if you're tank watching that Javante davis watching that fight and mentioning tank a uh, hustle man front of the show thanks for rocking with us tonight all we know is shakur is not getting no tank fight with that performance nobody wants to see another repeat of what happened tonight but congrats to shakur three division champ see hustle man's still nice um it's true he's a three division champ listen if he's fighting tank at lightweight Tank isn't gonna isn't gonna allow Shakur to do that though. I, I don't. I, Shakur's gonna be defensive against Tank, but Tank is not gonna just stare at him the kind of way Edwin De Los Santos is. He's you gonna know, jab him the, to the body. He's gonna try to land overhand lefts. You know, like he's more skilled than that. And he's gonna set traps. Like people mm -hmm. forget how smart. skilled Tank is. Like he definitely has a high IQ. And if the fight was made today, and this is no shade to Shakur, I would take Tank. I think he's the best lightweight in the world. He really, really is. Something interesting about Shakur as well, and I don't know him personally, but Tank has said that he'll smile in your face and then not be like a real dude. 
which is interesting. I don't know if you care about that, but I mean, it's it's something to just keep in mind. Uh, Nerd, a friend of the show as well. Go ahead, Ryan. You can read this one. What's worse is listening to the ESPN crew gaslighting the public claiming Shakur <laughs> was putting out a masterclass. I had the commentary pretty low, Nerd. Oh, is that what was being said? I, mean, I know, like, listen, ESPN top rank, they got the deal, like the politics of it all. I actually, I, I like ESPN's broadcast for boxing. Um, I like it more than the zone for sure. No offense. I love top rank. It's um, my favorite. I, I like how they do things, but like I, if they said that, then you know, I mean, I don't know about that one. Um, you know it, what? The best part about tonight was the co-main. Thank God for the co-main. <laughs> if it wasn't for Navarrete and Conceição, I, I don't know. I, I would have wasted my whole Thursday. Can we add, my whole Thursday. So here's here's getting into that. Here's what I thought was gonna. Here's what I how I thought tonight was gonna go. Right. Well, this part I got right, but Emmanuel Navarrete versus Hobson Conceição. Sal. I'm sorry, um, but I have to put this comment up because it's hilarious. Overrated Shakira. <laughs> um, shout out to Philo Mojica. That's Thank great. you for the comment. Um, I love that. My, my thing is like, I don't, I don't like, I'm not, I, I have no problem with the decision Navarrete and Conceição, but what I thought this was going to be because in case you missed it, Top Rank announced Yesterday, the day before this fight, they signed Oshaki Foster, who had previously uh, been fighting on different platforms. We saw him saw him in PBC. We saw him on the zone not that long ago. Oshaki Foster is WBC champion at Super Featherweight. So in theory, it's like, okay, Navarrete versus Oshaki Foster at some point down the line. Um, and I thought what was going to happen was that would get set up and then the winner of that would eventually fight Shakur. But now that was a draw and this whole thing is late. It's just weird. I don't even know who Shakur fights next. Right. Like, I don't I don't. And, and I think a lot of people are going to go into that with a sour taste in their mouth. So Shakur may try to come out to make a statement. But I'll tell you what, he ain't, I, I think his next fight, I don't think it's going to be against Tank. I don't think it's going to be against somebody like that. I think it's going to be somebody who he should knock out, who you know has who been it should knocked be, out before. You know who it should be against, though? Lomachenko. It mm. should, because if Shakur was able to put on a real masterclass against a guy like Loma, and after, I don't I don't think that could happen. He claims, that, he claims, he claims that he tried to fight Lomachenko. Lomachenko didn't want to fight him, but like, in boxing. Is, is Loma believe, ducking anybody, though? Believe He's 10%, not. Believe 10 I, of what you I don't, I don't. I don't believe Loma's <laughs> ducking anybody, though, because I think Loma can still beat anybody. I mean, a lot of people thought, I thought Devin did enough against Loma. I thought he just edged it against Loma. But a lot of people thought Lomachenko won that fight. So I think that's the guy to fight next. Of course, uh, nerd over here, Loma fighting Cambos is next. Yeah, I heard that that might happen. I, I think that's an interesting fight. Although I'd, I'd rather see Shakur versus Lomachenko even after this. I, Lomachenko will make Shakur fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they, like he's gonna I, have to make Shakur fight. This I is... think, I think at worst, maybe not at worst, but you'll probably get a version of the Lomachenko Devin Haney fight all over again. Except it'll be interesting because Shakur is also a southpaw. Um, how much does Lomachenko have left? That'll be a question. Whatever. I, I, Shakur, like, if I had to, yeah, I agree with you, Chantel. That should be the opponent next. It should be Lomachenko. But I don't, I don't know if we're going to get that. Okay. The, the only thing, though, is because it is boxing. 
And so we know that there's always been this narrative that Shakur is going to take over this division and he's going to clean up the division. That's always kind of been what it is, despite the fact that I still think Tank is the best lightweight. The only issue with him fighting Loma is I think if Loma was to win, he wouldn't win on the cards and they'd give it to Shakur. Because we, like, do you get what I'm saying? Then Loma would take another L. Like, Loma would have to distinctively, I don't even know who that is. Who is that? Is that? This is George Cambosos posting a photo of him falling asleep watching the Shakur Stevenson fight. I think Shakur beats him easily, though. On his <laughs> You can post that, George Cambosis <laughs> Jr. No shade to my Australian, uh, you know, family. They ride hard for him. But I'm just saying, Shakur beats him easily. Like, that would be a sweep. Every round, Shakur would win every round against George Cambosis Jr. I don't think he's doing that totally against Loma, though. George Campos, but I get it. A lot he of people, would. A lot of, people he thought, would. a lot of people thought George Campos was lost to Maxi Hughes, to be fair. So. Yo, if Teofimo Lopez took that fight seriously... Yeah, he would have beat Campos. Let's let's just keep it real. Then, he was going then, through stuff outside the ring and all of that. It's such a sliding doors moment. I don't want to get too off track, but like God, if if Loma, if if Teofimo Lopez just wins that fight, Campos never fights Devin Haney twice, which holds up the lightweight division for a, a long time, and then all this other stuff doesn't end up happening. Rude Boy Twenty Seven bringing the heat. Rude Boy's um, giving it to Shakur tonight, yo. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the real one hundred and thirty-five. Fighter Shakur seems exposed tonight. Shakur fought an Olympic style fight tonight. He fought scared. Lomo won't allow Shakur to do that shit. It's true. <laughs> and I put an em emphasis on shit because it's the truth. Like it just would not happen against Lomachenko. And but the only thing is, I just think Loma would have to distinctively beat Shakur. And I just I don't know if the judges would see it that way. I think he can do it. But you know how corrupt boxing is. Like it, it is what it is. Like, you know, there's robberies in broad daylight. Um, before we get out of here, not get out of here, but move on to the next subject, of course, because I want to get to the best fight of the night. Let's not uh, stay on this uh, snoozer, you know. Um, any final thoughts on who Shakur, like what's next for Shakur, if it's not Loma? Probably somebody that he could just knock out. You know, a lot, a lot <laughs> That's of That's terrible, though. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of people, like, he kind of needs a knockout now, doesn't he? After yeah. this? Like, yeah. or an exciting fight <clears throat> at the very least, excuse me. But like, if you just look at, someone tweeted out a, a clip of Roly Romero calling Shakur Stevenson the most boring boxer of all time and that he'll put anybody to sleep. I mean, this doesn't, you know, like, I mean, I I, I have great respect for Shakur's skill set um, and how talented he is as a boxer. Like, he's very skilled, clearly. Ring IQ is great. But, and evidently he didn't need to do more tonight to win the fight, but in terms of making money, because this is a business. Yeah. Yes, you have the ESPN and top rank machine behind you. You're going to have that. You're one of their real like stars, like big stars in terms of that they're trying to push and get behind. But you're going to put a cap on yourself if you're not like engaging a little bit more. I don't think boxing needs to be, you know, winners need to knock out their opponent all the time. I don't think you need to fight like the way Emmanuel Navarrete did tonight, for example, to sort of get somewhere. I don't think that needs to be the case, but I do think you need to show people, particularly casual fans, a little bit more so that they could want to see you again when you fight again in six months. As for what's next, like I would like to see Shakur versus Lomachenko. I don't know if we're going to get that. Shakur versus Frank Martin would be fun, but realistically, yeah, when you make decisions for your company, 
you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Business-wise, is that going to make sense? You know what I mean? Um, would I love to see Shakur versus Isak Cruz? Is, is ESPN and top and, and the PBC going to come together? PBC doesn't have uh, Showtime anymore, so you know, or won't have Showtime anymore. But I don't think that's realistically going to happen. Um, could he fight Raymond Murataya? Is that the fight that's going to happen next? Because Top Rank could easily make that if they wanted to, you know. Um, or is it going to be somebody like Jermaine Ortiz? Who That's I think is fight. also skilled. Like these are all yeah. interesting fights, but Shakur is probably going to fight a similar style, which is fine. He'll he might win that way, but let's stay know. on that for a minute because I think when we think about boxing, and there's so many people that still necessarily think the sport is dying, right? And then you got the guys that make you want to watch fights. Um, Deontay Wilder is still one of those guys. Tank Davis uh, sells pay-per-views. People want to see him knock dudes out. I think Teofimo Lopez is one of those guys that people want to see fight. Um, despite whether the fact you like Devin Haney or not, I think people do. Maybe that's like me being nerdy, but I always watch a Devin Haney fight. I'm hyped for it. Like we're talking about fight I don't parties. think people really did until the Lomachenko fight, honestly. I don't think yeah. people really tuned in. They said he was they, like that. Yeah, they, but he put on like a beautiful performance performance if you like that style of boxing which i yeah. do but the one question that i i want to end this on is does shakur like we know how good shakur is and we're not taking anything away from him but when you have dud performances like this that's not pay-per-view and you're supposed to be essentially going to become a face of the sport you have to be able to entertain your viewers at home is this an entertaining performance? And should we be worried about that? Well, the thing is, toward the end, the reason why Floyd was so interesting was because it's not because of his fights, because it, unless you're like a hardcore, like nerd boxing fan, you found it boring. And the reason a lot of people still watch it was because they hated Floyd. Mm -hmm. They wanted to see him lose. So if Shakur is going to fight like this, he needs to put on the WWE persona, really become hated, and actually get people to want to see him lose. Which, if that's what you're going for, I mean, he's sort of trending in that direction because a lot of people are starting to turn on him. They're finding him yeah. annoying. They think he talks a lot of shit. He's arrogant, all this, this, and that. And if you amplify that and people pay to see you lose and you keep winning this way, that's what's going to make you a star if this is how you're going to box stylistically i think if he leans into that sort of persona and character it sound, it may sound silly what i'm saying but like really think about it that's how you reach that next level of stardom if you're not going to just engage more which i don't think he's going to do that i think he could if it's there right like mm -hmm. there are certain guys he can put away he caught Shiro yushino he was able to put him away in the sixth round i thought that was a great performance he stopped jamel herring as we've noted that was good um, night and that was an interesting fight. That was a good fight. And that was one that, you know, that was sort of his coming out party as a professional fighter. But I think, I think <laughs> the move for Shakur is probably just leaning into just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't know if Sugar can do that, but best I could put it. People are, um, you know, they are turning on him. Like, they want to see Shakira lose. And I think that's the thing. I think he'll get more viewers that way. By the way, shout out to um, the homie Anthony Beck here, um, who I've jumped on Anthony's podcast before as well. Thanks for rocking with us, Anthony. Um, we'll get to a couple of more comments, and then I want to move over to the co-main because I think that was um, a better fight to talk about. All right, so I'm going to pick one more comment, and let's go to Jay actually really quickly Shakur will never be a superstar if he keeps doing this even if he keeps winning you know what how I, many I superstars does boxing have right now will be my question tank like is real like real super tank and canelo bud in a way because you have to count in a way because he's international like still, like if you talk to a casual boxing fan, a casual boxing fan that that doesn't really, really like pe people mess who with, when like, they fight, they yeah. will trend number one on Twitter no matter what. Yeah, I would say those four. Those Tyson Fury, four, Tyson Fury, you would have to put him in there. Fury is another one. Yeah, is that it? I think so, and I, I, I like I put Teofimo Lopez in there. I think Teofimo Lopez is a superstar because of his persona. And the guys that he's beaten, but I don't know if everyone would necessarily think that. But to me, he is a superstar. There's not many, is the point. So to who left that comment? Sorry, um, Jay. Was, Jay okay. left that comment. Jay left that comment. I, th there aren't that many. We yeah. naming who we name, we might even be generous to some extent, right? I think a lot of other people would say. There are more. I think a lot of other people who are probably casual observers or looking at it from a macro business perspective might say that there's less, but basically there's a single digit amount is the point. Like Ace, Ace might name them all right here. <clears throat> Tank, Canelo, Bud, Anthony, Joshua, Fury. Um, in a way, internationally. Uh, here, not necessarily, but internationally he's becoming that. A cool Ken, I mean, let's be real. He's it, not wrong. He's not it, wrong right now. He mentions Jake Paul. And in terms of who do people want to see fight? I think even though Jake Paul is fighting Andre August, who nobody knows. People are going to watch that fight because they, because why they want to see Jake Paul lose or they want to see Jake Paul win. They're invested in the outcome, right? This is, this is wrestling. This is pro wrestling shit. Everything is wrestling. Everything just comes back to wrestling. If Shakur Stevenson is going to be one of the stars of this sport, He's gonna have to be hated if he's gonna fight this way. He gotta he's, turn heel. He's he gotta, gotta turn be. He's gotta be super polarizing. Just yeah. lean into the shit and really. And I think he could because he actually believes it, right? Like a lot of people don't like him as it is, so it's like, all right, fuck it, just lean into that. And if you keep winning, they'll keep tuning in because they hate you. But in terms of the superstar conversation, yeah, I think we're all saying pretty much the same guys. Ryan Shepard chimes in. Joshua Wilder. Wilder's Wilder's one that I would. I would probably put in there, but I, I would say that his star was brighter before losing the Tyson yeah, Fury, twice. but that's just the nature of the sport. Joshua Wilder, Inouye Davis, Paul Alvarez, Crawford Fury. That That's probably it. That's eight guys. One of them is an influencer boxer. Wilder may be generous. Joshua may be generous at this point, but there's, there's, not, there's not that many. Nerd uh, says, my no boxing watching nephews don't know Shakur Twitterson. I, you know, he, the, the, most world champions, your friends have not heard of these people. 
the sports doesn't have a lot of superstars like that. You don't become superstars with performances like this unless people pay to watch you win or watch you lose. Let's answer this last question before yeah. we go to Emmanuel Navarrete, because this is a good one. Ace says, after tonight, who are you guys' top three lightweights? Chantel loves ranking. Loves ranking people in weight classes. So do I. Um, I know you're going to go tank first. I know you're going to go tank first. All right. Uh, top three lightweights. Um... I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna I, exclude Haney from my list because he's fighting at 140 now. I have to okay, so number one be tank easy. Um number two, number two, I would put Shakur. I'd still put Shakur um because I think he's a tough fight. Number three, because Loma. everyone's yeah, it has to be Loma. That's why Shakur and Loma have to fight. So those are the top three. I, was I, was I, that your exact top three? Probably. I don't, I don't see how Tank isn't number one. I think Shakur, there's a world where Shakur beats him. Not if he fights like this. Yeah. But if he fights like the way he did against Yoshino, maybe there's a chance. But I don't think he's going to do that to Tank. I don't think he's just going to walk through Tank the way he did Yoshino. He's, he's going to be cautious. Like, if we got a Tank-Shakur fight, Shakur would play it real safe. Yeah. He's playing it real safe. Like, he's not going to want Tank to touch him. Tank's going to be trying to close the gap. And I would... I... <laughs> listen... I would be hard for me not to take Tank in that fight, even though Shakur, I mean, he got touched up a, little, a few times. If you include Devin Haney as a lightweight, because he still, you know, has titles, uh, most of them anyway, you put him where? Because he's probably ahead of Lomachenko because he beat him, even though I think I, I, after tonight, I put him ahead of Shakur. So if they were, so if, if he's got if, the better resume, why wouldn't I put him ahead of Shakur at this point? So if Devin Haney were fighting Shakur and you had to put, you had to set, you were Vegas, you were the odds makers, you would have Devin Haney as the favorite. We're fighting at, yeah, we're fighting at lightweight. He has the better resume, undisputed. Like mm -hmm. I would. I mean, before I, this fight, I probably agree with that. Before this fight, and I think I, Tank, I think Tank is the favorite against both of them. Easy. I, yeah. I wouldn't even think twice about that. But I was saying before this fight, I would have been like, yo, Shakur's going to embody Devin. No, no, because at least Devin Haney is going to put on a masterclass performance and not put me to sleep. Um, okay, so let's get off of this topic because we've been here for a minute and I think we've touched on everything. Let's quickly touch on <laughs> Navarrete and Robson Conceição. Your thoughts quickly, Brian, on this bout. I bet on Emmanuel Navarrete to get the knockout. God damn it, he almost did it. He almost did it. Manuel Navarrete is fun because he doesn't give a shit about defense. <laughs> this is a classic Mexican style fighter. I'm going to throw That's uppercuts. That's my style, yeah. I'm going to throw uppercuts from my knees. Just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, just ridiculous. Um, I I wanted Emmanuel Navarrete to win so that he could fight Osaki Foster and then potentially Shakur Stevenson. It looks like that plan is, you know, out the window for a little bit. But this, this was a draw. Majority draw. I thought Navarrete did enough to win the fight, um, but I, he gave up rounds because he was so so sloppy, right? Yeah. And as he usually is, like that's not that's, new with Navarrete. Right. He's going to be sloppy, but then he's just going to come with like a surge of power near the near the end of the fight in those championship rounds and probably knock you out. I mean, he knocked down Robson Conceição twice in the fight. Mm -hmm. And Robson can say Sal's never been stopped before. So he was tough. That was all heart from Robson. And to be honest with you, I was like really happy for him. And if I'm being honest, I think he kind of edged it. I he I think he edged it, dude. I think if he wouldn't gotten knocked down those two times, he would have won the fight. Robson Conceição saved his career because this is his third title shot. 
and it would have taken a lot a lot for him to get another one because he wasn't close in the Oscar Valdez fight like that. He definitely wasn't close in the Shakur Stevenson fight. He saved his career by drawing with Emmanuel Navarrete, who looked like one of boxing's Dude, after he after beat Oscar he beat. Valdez, and yes. I like Valdez is one of my favorite boxers. So in that fight, in the fact that Navarrete got dropped in the fight prior, I took Valdez in that fight. I was Same. like, he's gonna win. And then and then like Navarrete just proved me wrong. I was like, I'm gonna shut up about him. Um, but after tonight I'm gonna stop betting on him too. No, Fuck, it's just man. it's just I mean, <laughs> at, at some point, Navarrete, when he, he does move up, say if he was to fight like a tank, and I want to get to a comment real quick before we stop this. Mm. Like he gets hit so much, Tank would knock him out. Yeah, um, great, I, great fight I, though. Jesus yeah, that, that would be crazy. Um, <laughs> the height difference, like in everything. Uh, Rude Boy Twenty Seven bringing the heat tonight. Look who Tank fought as far as known or popular fighters. Look at the situation they put themselves into just to fight Tank. Either they coming up in weight or not experienced enough or some clause. You know, people always talk about Tank's resume, but I think it's the same thing as like Bud. Remember when everybody was like, oh, Bud doesn't have the resume. He doesn't have those dudes like Errol does. And then look at what Bud did to Errol. Like, I, it's, I think it's the exact same thing that people want to put on Tank. And I think Tank I would beat anybody. I don't. I think because I think what Ruboy is talking about is fighting Tank appears to be more conditional. Yeah. Where there was a clause for Ryan Garcia a weight clause where, you know, and he's, he's obviously had massive promotional backing because then don't sign it. Floyd Mayweather, then, whatever. So. I, I understand what that's saying, but then don't sign it. Don't. No, no, no. But I'm saying that's what Rude Boy is saying. Like, yeah. that's why, and that's why I think it's different from Crawford where Crawford, it seemed like either top rank couldn't get him to fight. So people didn't want to fight him like that or both. But, but here's the thing. It's the same thing that I'm saying. Then don't sign the damn contract. Like if you're going to go fight tank and you see that clause, and you, you're Ryan Garcia, and you know that's going to make a difference. Don't sign it then. Like I don't want to hear it as an excuse. After. I mean, I mean, but it's, I mean, like, we can be here all day to do that though. Your fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah, you'll sign some bullshit for eight figures. I mean, you know what maybe. I, mean? Um, so I, I don't know, but but to to take it back to Navarrete, I think I just you know sloppy but entertaining performance. But now I wonder. <laughs> That's how to describe him, though. It, sloppy it, but entertaining. Like, if you want to know anything about Emmanuel Navarrete fight, sloppy so but entertaining. What I, I wanted to, I brought up Oshaki Foster before because what I thought was going to happen was this. I figured, okay, they signed Oshaki Foster. They said he's going to debut early 2024. I think Oshaki Foster is, I, I didn't think he was going to fight Navarrete next. I think he's going to have like a welcome to top rank fight. Here's somebody you can beat showcase on espn boom 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 and then in the summer or something like that oshaki foster Manuel navarrete unify the wbo and the wbc super featherweight titles and then i think from there you know the winner is just the unified champion maybe they fight Shakur, maybe whatever right now i think what's going to happen is as oshaki foster fights whomever because i don't think anything changes on that end I think the next thing is Emmanuel Navarrete and Hamza Kosa Sal, like they could actually do a rematch. I want I them lot, to. I think a lot of people would be fine with it. And the winner would fight Oshaki Foster in a unification. So I think you could still do what I'm saying. I don't know if they will, but that's, I, I think that's like, I'm just putting on my conventional wisdom hat here. I think that's how it would play out more than likely. 
And if I'm just going to keep it real right now, I think Oshaki Foster could beat Emmanuel Navarrete. I think he could. I, I do think, too. I, think and I, I wasn't sure about that. that before this, but I now I'm like Oshaki Foster. He's skilled. He can. Yeah, there's 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 so many avenues for him to counter. Um, okay, this is this is like a dream fight, and I don't think we're gonna get it, but I'm just gonna put it on here. Uh, Osman 3001 in a way versus Tank does two mil pay per view. That's the fight I think that's everybody wants in a way to put on like 10 15 pounds because <laughs> <laughs> we just want to see him do it because he's just been so impressive. Okay, so um, Hustle Man's talking about one of one of my favorite fighters uh, that's on the come up. Well, at least we got to see my boy Diego Pacheco this weekend. I cannot wait. Uh, Cameron Taylor, too. Um, Benavides Andra. Hey, we're gonna be doing a post fight show Listen, for that. The David Benavides Dimitri Andrade card, Demetrius Andrade card, is so Subriel Matias. Subriel Matias is back, bro. Uh, Jamal Charlo is back. Um, and and Hector Luis Garcia is defending his title. He's back. That's a good ass main card. That's a good main card. And honestly. I don't have a pick for Benavidez versus Andrade yet. It's I do. You're yeah, I know where you're I I, I I'm probably gonna agree with you. I don't have a pick yet. We're gonna have the same Benavidez. Andrade is good. Like, Andrade is good. Andrade uh, is good. Yeah, no, he is. He is. I'm probably leaning Benavidez, but Andrade is Benavides, good. I'm not gonna yes. disrespect him like that. The monster? Come on, man. All right. So just want to say thanks so much for you guys for rocking out with us tonight. Uh, very, very fun show. We love it when you guys join us for the post-fight shows. We have a ton coming up in the next few weeks. So make sure to rock with us. Uh, leave some comments. If you're watching this after we're live, we still want to see your comments as well. We do appreciate it. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We'll also have this available on the audio side if you um, missed the video side or you want to listen to it in your car or something. Anything uh, left before we get up out of here, Brian. Um, we have a um, couple segments dropping tomorrow. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Arno Barbosa, former guest of the show, signing with Golden Boy. That's interesting. The 140-pound class is interesting. We talked about the 140-pound class, and then we also discussed the all the fun heavyweight fights coming up. Um, and Chantel is pretty annoyed uh, about. <laughs> About about a couple of them in particular. Um, you should want to hear that. But yes, we talked about Wilder, Joshua, Fury, Usyk, uh, all the good stuff. So we got a couple segments on that dropping, and then next week we'll be focused on that awesome David Benavidez, Demetrius Andrade card, and uh, Chento Cameron, Katie Taylor too. I, I believe is also Saturday, right? Yes, so, it is. God so it's it's a, a good. <laughs> it's a good weekend. Uh, thanks so much for rocking with us, everybody. Once again, we appreciate you joining us so late. If you're on the East Coast, if you're on the West Coast, uh, still kind of, it's getting late. It's getting there. Um, it's only 1044 here right now. But uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, we do appreciate you. We'll be back with some more content. Uh, and much love to everyone that dropped a comment. And just remember, if you're not watching this live, we will get to your comments. Brian, I'll give you the last words before we jump out of here. Are you awake? Shakur probed me to sleep. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. 
Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.